from the News Channel 5 Network, this is the Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour. Welcome to Tecus McGinnis Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore the many issues that arise due to aging, disability, and unexpected illness. I'm your co-host, Tim Tecus. And I'm your host, Barbara McGinnis. In today's episode, we're going to talk about love. February is the month of love. And it can be complicated, especially as you age and find love later in life, maybe for the second or third time. It can get actually quite messy without good planning. That's what we're going to talk about today is how do you plan for this? Specifically, what should we talk about for estate planning and financial planning? So, Tim, yes, we're we're estate planning attorneys. Yes. We're certified elder law attorneys, yes. and you've been doing this particularly for a long time. What kind of issues? A long time. A That's long right. time. Yes. So, what kind of issues have you seen, and do you recommend people getting a prenuptial agreement? Well, certainly, people who are uh, who are getting married or thinking about getting married late in life should consider a prenuptial agreement. You know, or sometimes they call it an antinuptial agreement. Um, and there are a lot of reasons to do that. Certainly, if for people who are uh, who are going to get married late in life, and they br each of them brings an estate, you know, money and property into their marriage, that marriage, most of our most of those folks, you know, they want to protect their inheritance for their children, you know, the you know because they don't have children with a new spouse, obviously. Uh, so there are a lot of reasons why they need to do that, and how they should how they should maintain their separate property. Uh, and, and we see that a lot where you know, common pitfalls are, uh, well, I, got, I, I, I don't have a prenuptial agreement or I, or I do have a prenuptial agreement and we combine our assets you know, and that's not what you want to do. So one of the things you want to do is maintain your separate property. Um, another thing that people need to think about as well when they are, okay, they're married or they're approaching marriage is, is that if they're going to have separate property, and they will, is to each individual, each spouse should use their separate property first to pay for their care. Uh, one of the things that, that sort of colors our world, as you know, as, as certified elder law attorneys is, is, as we mentioned on the top of the show, aging, disability, and unexpected illness. You know, and aging doesn't cost money, but unexpected illness and disability does. So people that are getting married late in life, they need to understand, or we feel like that they should do, is keep their property separate. You know, and if one spouse gets sick, you know, then that spouse should use his or her separate funds to first to pay, pay for his or her care. So some of that planning is that we don't really plan often on becoming sick. So it becomes part of, it's part of that unknown future. Yeah. But the prenup is about disclosure right. to, to your future spouse, yeah, disclosure that, of assets. Right, and that's required by law. And that how are we going to use those disclosed assets? We're not going to prematurely gift, or if we are going to gift to children, that we do it with a mutual consent. Right, um, right, because you don't want to get into a situation where you have a spouse, they come into the marriage together, they have a prenuptial agreement, and you think, oh, it's great, we're separating our assets. Yeah, but then one spouse decides that well, uh, you know, my children need my th my money, mm -hmm. so that spouse gives you know his or her children their money, you know, and then unfortunately when that spouse needs her money, yes. it's not there. Right, and, and nor are the children likely to want to give it back. Not right? likely, right, yeah. right, because at that point then um, 
you know, the, her children are going to be thinking about, well, you know, our, our stepfather needs to take care of our mom. That's her, it's his responsibility. And by law, there is a duty of support, Absolutely right? there yeah. is. You know, it doesn't matter whether you've been married for five months or 50 years. You know, once you, you know, at least in this state, you know, each spouse has a duty to provide for the other spouses what are called necessities. Okay. So that's essentially means that Health spouse's care. support, right. So again, planning so that not only the cup, the married couple can mm. live without discord, but there's not, um, there's not speculation among those uh, new children. I mean, right. not new children, but stepchildren. Stepchildren, right. You know, they're not assuming bad things about the new, uh, the new spouse, exactly. right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mom, dad's new wife, they're not assuming that she's just gonna live off of his money and I'm yeah. not gonna get any inheritance. Mm -hmm. Let's have some plan, let's maybe have some disclosure. Right. Even think about having a, a conversation. You're entitled to your privacy even if you're right. an older person, yeah. but maybe some disclosure, what do you think? Yeah, and that, that's, that's sort of the interesting thing. And I know we've, we've talked about this a lot in the office about, okay, people are getting married late in life. Um, and you don't really necessarily think, you know, as you, as you mentioned is, is that, okay, love is grand and, you know, this is gonna be wonderful and I'm gonna live out my golden years, you know, with this new spouse. Right. Uh, well, children may have other things that they're thinking about and they don't necessarily matter, but they do. Yeah, I they mean, do. as you said, is is that family harmony matters. Yeah, family harmony matters. You know, and, and it seems like for all of our spouses or all of our clients, family harmony does matter. There's no legal obligation to disclose, but you know, it's sometimes a good idea. So, what about can you plan for long-term care, even if you're not, even if you're not currently sick when you're getting married? Right. So, so let's think about how we might do that. Is is that okay? We have two healthy older people that that that. They, they decide to get married, uh, and they're thinking about should they do a prenuptial agreement. Now, most of the time, you know, they might go to uh, a domestic relations lawyer, and the domestic relations lawyer may draft a standard form prenuptial agreement, mm -hmm. and they're not almost, un it's very unlikely that they're gonna have anything in there at all about the possibility of this one spouse needing long-term care. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you would want to look at under those circumstances is, is like we talked, you mentioned about gifting. Okay, one spouse, they come into the marriage and uh, there the, there's an expectation and it's written into the agreement that that's, each spouse would use their assets to pay for their long-term care. And there would have to be, an, there, and there would be a requirement that each spouse has to consent before gifts are made. Now, if you can't do that, perhaps you have a long-term care insurance policy. So if, the, if, each, if a spouse can qualify for long-term care insur insurance, write that into the contract, yeah. you know, into the prenuptial agreement. If, the, if they can't qualify for long-term care insurance, maybe we set up a, uh, a trust. So money is set aside in a trust for that spouse. Um, or maybe even a, having a life insurance policy. So there are a lot of different ways that you, it's really about financing long-term care. So the life insurance policy, that's kind of interesting. If, yes. if maybe the couple did not come to the marriage with equal assets, mm -hmm. and so may, maybe the new husband would have to pay for care for the new wife, Right. but the but there's life insurance taken out on the new wife. Right, who, maybe, so who does not, so maybe the, maybe the husband pays for that. Pays for that so mm -hmm. that um, at her death, he would be the primary beneficiary to, right. to be mm -hmm. reimbursed for the care that he's paid for exactly. for these years. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's, quite, um, that's quite interesting. So yeah, it is, do, isn't it? It is, <laughs> uh -huh. it is. Um, what, what kind of examples? You got any stories? I do. 
Um, I remember years and years ago, and I'll make this brief, but you know, a gen an older gentleman came in to see me and he said he was married late in life and his wife was now in a nursing home. You know, and he told me that, well, um, when, you know, a few years before, you know, the, his, that meeting coming in to see me, his wife had given away all of her, her money to her children. You know, and he says, okay, now what am I supposed to do? And I had to explain to him is, I'm sorry, but the law says you have to support your spouse. Mm -hmm. You can't look to his, her children to pay for her care. Right. You know, and, and those are the sorts of things that, you know, good example because a th those things I'm sure happen all the time. A good example of how things can go wrong, wrong if, you, if don't you don't plan, plan ahead. Exactly, exactly. All right, but. Yes. So sometimes people come in with prenuptials. Right. But um, ten care, they're looking at long-term care and ten care, and ten care doesn't honor prenups. They don't care about. They don't whether yeah. they don't care whether you've been married for five months or fifty years. You know that you have a duty of support. They don't care whether you've given money to your. Uh, if you're if you're holding assets like let's say a, a mom has a, you know the the wife has assets that she's holding jointly with her yeah. children, yeah. that's still her money. Separate property doesn't matter. So you know, they count it as a community. So sometimes you can use a trust in lieu of a prenup right. or in addition to a prenup that really will p provide some security if you have enough time to plan. Right. There's a five-year look back if you're going right. to give money away, like using a trust. So right. there are some really things that we need to think so about. So this is an interesting topic. Yes, you've, sir, it you, is. You've actually written about it. In our continuum, we have uh, an article called Older and in Love, Five Things to Consider. You can find this and other information on our website, uh, 10. Yeah, tn-shelterlaw.com. Right. And we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have an expert with us that's going to talk about financial planning. Right. So stay, stay with us. Mm -hmm.